Greetings, loyal listeners. Dave here on behalf of the Hallway Crew. Thanks, as always, for taking the time to listen in to our Hallway Conversations. I feel like I keep apologizing for kicking this can down the road, but with our summer schedule, we have had a hard time finding a spare couple of hours uh, to sit down for our recording sessions as we typically do. Um, Everyone's travel schedules have been very busy for us this summer, and they haven't lined up very well. But we do have plans for new episodes coming your way soon. What I have for you today is a snippet from the last episode that we recorded. Some of the things that I was planning on trimming out, but I think it's pretty good stuff. This was uh, leftovers from our episode on our advice for new teachers. And following that advice, I've also got something that I wrote on my blog uh, quite some time ago, actually, uh, reflecting on the difference between being a good teacher and a great teacher. And I hope both of those will be encouraging for you wherever you are in your teaching career. So I'll play a little music and I'll start with the uh, snippet from the last episode from our conversation. I'll play a little more music and then I'll give you the reflection on good and great teachers. Hope you are having a wonderful summer. We look forward to having new episodes coming your way very, very soon. Peace to you all. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. We're a trio of educators who have plenty of questions about teaching and learning and school culture, and we believe in the value of reflection and collaboration as we seek to keep growing as teachers. This podcast is our place for thinking out loud together about issues in education and why they might matter to Christian educators. Welcome to the conversation. I, I do think, like, even when I, I read her, her email, right, and just obviously knowing Emma, but it, but I do think about that. Like, these rap, you're just always thinking about the question, oh, and yeah. you don't have answers because right. you're not there. Like, you literally don't mm. know almost a single teacher there, and you, you don't know a student, and yeah. you're just stepping into something brand new, which I takes actually tons of courage, right? To, all of newness, um, all at once. Yeah, and I, and I do think, like, especially in your first year when you're not known, it's it's so easy to get stuck in your mistakes. Like, mm. like, I'm, like mm-hmm. that's not good enough. Because even there, it's a cultural question. Like, do I have to be perfect? And of course yeah. you don't. <laughs> right. But when you don't know, you, you put these, you tell this story in your head, like Renee Brown says, right? Of, mm-hmm. of like, there's a standard here and I'm not, I'm not, doing enough right and mm. and it's that fine line between yeah like pursue excellence but also like you know that you're enough I, that's just hard that's hard at, after 20 years of teaching oh, let yeah. alone your first year for so. sure oh. what do you remember about your first year Abby? Ooh, i had a really really tough group of junior boys yeah mm. yeah that I would, I mean, I remember driving home and just replaying, right, mm-hmm. interactions and conversations. We had two of us start, well, at the same, yeah, at the same time, new teachers. One was from Northwestern, and she quit after yeah. year one because whoa, of that group whoa. of boys. Whoa, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, just hmm. hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and didn't, like, English yeah. class. Yeah. American yeah. lit. Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, that's a hard sell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Right. And I got that, and I and I I I was also not probably the best fit for them at that uh, moment. Sure. Yeah. You right. know, right. I mean, yeah. I learned a lot too. How could can I if I can ask this then? How how could your and I know it's hindsight, but how could your colleagues or even your principal? Yeah, what, could they could they have done was, anything different? I don't know that it was theirs to figure out. Mm. Yeah, interesting. That's a good frame. 
Yeah. It was mine yeah. to figure out, right? Yeah. And I and I did eventually, and I will, I always say this to students, when I could figure out ways to show them that I was on their side mm-hmm. instead of always being combative. Yeah. yeah. I hated the combat. Yeah. Well, and it's just felt, exhausting. And oh. it's, it's exhausting, and I felt... Yeah forced into it but yeah. when I learned to turn things mm-hmm. yeah. and when I learned to when I could forget not take it so personally yeah. Yeah. right mm. like I think as a first I guess I would yeah. get so defensive like mm-hmm. I think yeah. once I learned this is mm. not about me yep this is not, you know. Uh, and, how did you com- combat? Like, I think for all of us, I guess I'm just thinking, like, what do you do when you feel self-doubt? Like, am I really called oh. to that? Oh, no, but can I ask yeah. that? Like, not. No, that's I, a real I, thing. Maybe that's too vulnerable of a question. But, like, how did you keep believing? Like, because we've all well, had tough I had, years. I had different classes, which okay. helped. Like, my seniors were, were actually, like, that went really well. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, I could see glimmers of what it could yeah. Be, yeah. and that was it was writing yeah sure. instead of lit like it was yeah. just there was a lot of things different about it okay. and that went mm-hmm. really well year mm-hmm. one yeah so and celebrate good, the success got a lot of good feedback you know so there was yeah. elements of it yeah. and there were students who i really got along with you know mm-hmm. so i think yeah just yeah. not letting the negative be the only thing the only narrative uh how about you dave ever yeah that it, it's really hard. Like I think back to I was such an idealistic teacher for about three days, yeah. <laughs> and then and then the real world came crashing yeah. down around my ears, right? Yeah. And I I cried a lot, honestly, in those first couple of weeks of teaching because I was like, I am awful yeah. at this, yeah. and what was I thinking, right? Like yeah. that kind of thing. Like pr- pretty much every night yeah. I cried for like the first three weeks. Um, yeah. Like this is too hard this mm-hmm. and I'm glad I didn't give up on it yeah. right mm-hmm. but but at the same time like yeah, I had to reconcile with that and it's interesting because even today I'd say a lot of my identity is tied up in being a teacher and like yeah. if I wasn't a teacher mm-hmm. like who who am I then yeah. right like there's yeah. a there's a part of me partly it's just because I've been in the profession for so yeah. long too but but to that point already yeah. at that point I thought of myself like I had this idealized view of myself mm-hmm. as a teacher and yeah. everything that's involved yeah. in that so so, yeah, for me, a lot of it was just developing the resilience to say, like, I am not good at this right now. Yeah. I can be yeah. good at this in the future. Yeah. I'm going to keep working at it. I'm not giving up yeah. on it. Yeah, but, I can remember coming here. Twenty so It was my 27th year in education. Yeah, that, yeah. That, was, that last <laughs> week of August, first week of September, I just remember a lot going home, lots of tears, yeah. lots of anger. Lots of frustration, lots of wondering what was I what was I thinking? Like who do I think I am yeah. that I thought I that audacity, I thought I could do right? that? Like yeah. that I th- that I thought I could do this. You're in good company. And just lots of lots of yeah, that self talk, right? And mm. and I think a bit like what you said, Abby, like you sort of just I you, then you started to start looking for these bright spots, yeah, like just yeah. a little, like not even a whole club. Oh, the, here was ten minutes of what I think it could be like, or. Mm-hmm. Um, and just trying to just trying to like remind myself of that, right? Like things that give you hope, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, and it's that fine line of like, yeah, like we'll never know it all, but also have confidence too. Like you're right. These young, I want to say that to these young teachers. Right? I, I can remember a, a vet. I can remember a veteran teacher. My my first week in in Montana coming into my room and saying, oh, you'll be a good teacher someday. And I just remember thinking, can I be a good teacher now? <laughs> right. Right? And I think that is part of it. It's like you're always getting better. Mm-hmm. But also to be like, hey, I'm, to somehow manage being humble, but also like 
I can be good at this. Like, yeah, I've, there's yeah. things I'm already good at that right. I'll get I'll get better at. And I just remember that being like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm not good. And it's like, well, like it's so interesting because I I know I said this before on the podcast too, but like, how much better prepared our mm-hmm. students are today yeah. for the work, right? Yeah. And if they still don't feel that sense of confidence, well, part of it's you just got to go and do it. Like, how do you yeah. become a ten year veteran? You go teach for ten years, yeah. right? And yeah. I, there's truth in in that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, they're really well prepared for yeah. this. Yeah. And so how do we instill that self-efficacy in them then, I guess? Yeah, that's and, and that's I think, the question. And you do want to say to them, like, you were, you were hired because people believe in you. Right. They see something in you that Mitt said, we want that person on this yes, team. That's and right. so, yeah, to remind, your, remind yourself of that, right? They're seeing something in you. Can you see it in yourself? Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's good. One morning in Introduction to Education, I asked my students to think about a good teacher. Perhaps try to visualize a particular teacher they've had. What words would you use to describe her or him? I turned to the board and put a word bubble at the center that said, a good teacher. And I invited them to just shout out descriptors in a lightning round. And I scribbled like mad just to keep up. In less than two minutes, here were some of the things they'd suggested. Patient. Challenging. Genuine passionate, caring, understanding, engaging, a good listener, organized, encouraging, knowledgeable, sacrificial, realistic, relational, a servant. That's a pretty powerful list. I'm trying to imagine a teacher that might have all of these characteristics all at the same time. But that wouldn't be a good teacher. That'd be a great teacher. And this got me wondering, should we aspire to be good as teachers, or should we aspire to be great? The idea of being a great teacher is a little daunting to me, but maybe this is something to strive for. In my lesson, I went on to introduce the idea of dispositions for teaching. Dispositions, as I noted to my students, are characteristics or attributes that the teacher embodies that makes them more effective. And in fact, many of the characteristics of good teachers that my students had listed were on my list. Caring, passionate, genuine, relational. I included some others, such as flexible, professional, creative, empathetic, compassionate. But the question remains, are good teachers born or are they made? And so I posed this question to the class. There were a few seconds of thoughtful silence before one student spoke up. Dr. Mulder, this isn't an either-or. Good teachers are born with traits that make them more effective, but they also keep developing those characteristics over time. (laughs) Bingo. So, this is my challenge to you, teacher. Be a good teacher. Be mindful of your dispositions for teaching, but also continue learning and developing. We can strive for greatness. Friends, if you're teachers, I suspect you have a few weeks of your summer vacation time remaining before you start gearing up for another academic year. And I wish you well in the time that you have. Rest well, play well, and also start your preparations well. So I offer you this blessing as you prepare. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week.
This podcast was literally dreamed up during one of our actual hallway conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is created and produced by Matt Beamers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Hey, we have a favor to ask of you. Would you be willing to rate this podcast or write a review in your podcast app? Or if you found this conversation interesting or helpful, would you consider sharing it on your social media? Those things really do help podcasters out, and we would be so, so grateful. Thanks for listening, friends.